In the future of 2020, a virus has taken over the world. It has changed our lives in every possible way. But over the horizon, two drifters appear. And they've come to town to tell you the tales of the worst of it. They call it shit show, Game of Rones. Hello listeners and welcome back to Shit Show colon Game of Thrones hyphen episode 4 open brackets a new hope. <laughs> Stop putting me into a corner with my Microsoft paint abilities. <laughs> Your Photoshop skills have been stretched like an elastic band <laughs> being dragged by a truck attached to a building. <laughs> anyway, speaking, speaking of... Uh, like eight dudes <laughs> strapped to a truck. <laughs> truck to puss. <laughs> Speaking of uh, things that are going to stretch your liver this weekend because oh, yeah. it is your birthday. It sure is. Happy birthday, mate. You don't look a day over 80. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I, I've i made the joke frequently that my face and body pretty much has looked 30 since I've been 17, <laughs> and uh, which, which is great now because I'm now over 30. <laughs> <laughs> I look great. In in my mind, uh, you are dead set one of the characters out of Mr. Men. <laughs> you are a rectangle with legs and arms. <laughs> I uh, The other day, I sort of shaved my, my sideburns, which were getting a bit woolly, and, and my face, and my younger housemates did not recognise me and started referring to me as Young Rig. And I'm like, new rap name <laughs> sorted. <laughs> anyway, we are back. We're... Uh, here with our special release season to guide you through the darkest of days, the Ugh. 2020 coronavirus pandemic, and uh, try and bring some levity to the situation, which we are doing, as our viewers and listeners say, sort of good. <laughs> yes, our viewers that can see sound, welcome <laughs> back from the future. <laughs> I, by viewers, I mean purely my two employees <laughs> who are forced to sit through this because we're recording from my office. <laughs> hello, Al. Hello, Tina. <laughs> oh, but what, uh, what a treat we have today because we are flying by the seat of our pants. But we, we can't get to, to our new segment without first traversing the train wreck trophy. You've gone away. Well, we've both gone away now. I always forget that we've changed the whole format. But we've both gone away finding the best tropical train... Tropical? Topical train wrecks. It's my birthday. <laughs> Fuck you. So, <laughs> the best topical train wrecks from the past week. But I'm going to let you kick it off right after this sting. <laughs> them fucking apples. <laughs> How do you like them apples in a pig's mouth <laughs> over a spit <laughs> covered in pineapple? Oh my god. All right. It's your it's your birthday, so uh who's starting? I'll start. Okay. Peru. Go on. It's fucked. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I mean it's a it's a nice country from from all. What? That's no. a horrible cover. No, no, no. Well, from what people tell me, it's nice. Machu Picchu, etc. So, <laughs> but what is? But it's it's fucked up by coronavirus. They are in the top four for cases actually increasing. Uh, oh, in the gross. world, which is bizarre. I also love how people say top four, and you're like, so it's fourth. Yeah. <laughs> so like when people say they're in the top sixteen, it's like you can't be anything other than sixteen. No, it's a, in unless you are in. You're saying top three, top ten, either yeah. round numbers yeah. or podium finishes. You're like, okay, well, it could be anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're correct. Top sixteen. No one is finishing fourteenth in top sixteen and saying top sixteen. Yeah, exactly. So. Best, but so the, we're in Peru. We're in southern Peru in a place called Tantara, and uh, they, the the cops have raided this place because they've been tipped off by local citizens that uh, people are having a gathering, which is completely not allowed. Mm. So obviously, very stringent restrictions. They've got even stricter con- uh, restrictions than we do. So you're not meant to gather in pretty much any place ever for anything. So <laughs> I was about to say our restrictions were two people. Yeah. So there's only two more restrictions that they could have. Yeah, exactly. So One, none. Kill yourself. That's they're, it. They're in the top 27 for restrictions. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, so anyway, the cops uh, raid this place because they get the tip off and they walk in and people start scattering like roaches. Oh, good. Drug and, bust. And they're, they're walking around. They, they can only find one dude and the body is in an open casket. Oh, no. And they are just like, mm, <laughs> what's going on here? And then they take a closer look and they go, wait a minute. Isn't that the mayor of our town? <laughs> dead shark. See, it is. <laughs> also, not dead. <laughs> Dude was getting plastered with his mates and then goes, oh, fuck, the fuzz, and then jumped into an open casket. My favourite part of this article <laughs> is people don't know. It's just like... The, the police are unsure as to why he was drinking and why, why open caskets, caskets were close at hand. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> what what level of belted are you when you're like, not, oh, okay, well, let's uh, let's pull out the, the N64 and rip through some gold. No, it's, Larry, bring down the open casket <laughs> from the attic. <laughs> it's literally the Scooby-Doo version of <laughs> hiding yourself. Like that one where everyone's like, Running around and then they, they run all come past out of the same filing cabinet. <laughs> they run past a statue, which is this guy. <laughs> also, why is the most famous guy at this creepy sex cult the one that's decided to jump in the open casket? Surely you get a local that the cops definitely won't recognise. Oh yeah, it's so he's he's well known mainly because he looks insane. I just want to show you a photo which the Daily News in New York have decided to run. Which is as the best their cover want, shot. As their cover shot for this guy, I want you to explain to the people what you see. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. As a start, the first thing that draws your eye is that he is giving a thumbs up <laughs> uh, to the camera while dressed in what appears to be uh, a uh, corn fan <laughs> jacket. <laughs> it is dead set, just <laughs> cobs of corn. <laughs> <laughs> emblazoned across a parachute jacket and uh, his face screams that of a man who would get in an open casket. Yeah, absolutely. He, b- big fan of the local corn farmers. I don't know what the hell 
that jacket could possibly be supporting. Are you supporting farmers? Does the local sports team just have no creativity? <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's it. Abbott. Go Cobbs. <laughs> 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 On the Colonels. So. Calm the Colonels. Calm the Colonels. <laughs> that's great. All right. We are starting a people sports team. <laughs> it is going to be the Cobbs. I love how that can also double as a very Australian <laughs> sports team. <laughs> exactly. Can the Cobbs. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's it. And and like those uh, those strange ice hockey teams that we've covered in the past that decide to peg catfish and fucking skunks <laughs> and shit onto the ice, <laughs> we will just have cobs of corn on hand to peg at opposition <laughs> full forwards. The thing about this guy is that uh, not I think the cops were surprised not only to see him in, a, in an open casket, but just to see him in town at all. Because since the outbreak, he's only been in town for eight cumulative days out of 66. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, he sucks. And he also <laughs> forgot, apparently, he forgot to close down the town to outsiders. So people have still been coming. And he's just like... Oh, okay. And then goes into a, a media conference and people are like, why, how, when, <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? And he goes, citizens are narcs, you guys stink. <laughs> and then the officials were like, we told you to close shit down. And he's like, fuck you. Still the mayor, still not dead. <laughs> Go Cobbs! <laughs> And the cobs <laughs> just just ended by pointing at the cob on his jacket, yeah, <laughs> yelling "Never forget" at yeah. people. <laughs> and he's, I, I he had to go down to the cop shop, but I doubt he's going to be brought in for anything. He'll be at the next cobs game, don't you worry? Oh, for sure. And uh, if there's one thing we know about the cobs, they play regularly. <laughs> Mid <laughs> midweek games, don't you worry about it. <laughs> so um, that's me for the first one. Ah, uh, but like also just the concept of uh, <laughs> of how local government has turned to absolute rat shit <laughs> yeah. in, in the face of the pandemics is incredible. It's like, yeah. do not leave major health decisions up to a local mayor because <laughs> they are 100% possibly a dog. <laughs> They're also super corrupt. Yeah. So, it, like, famously corrupt. corrupt. <laughs> it's like, you if you want to get into local... Uh, what, what's, what's the term? Local... Government. Government. Office. Yeah, yeah or, you know, local council or whatever. You are a dodgy person. No person gets that without thinking to themselves, what can I get out of this situation? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my first one, uh, we're heading to Gatlinburg in Tennessee. Yes. Ho home of Dolly World. <laughs> Is Do it no, Do Dollywood. Dollywood. Dollywood, yeah. yeah. It's... Uh, it's incredible that this place is basically... Uh, so it's mountains. Big fucking mountain town. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> also, as uh, I've discovered through research, as soon as it looks like it's uh, coming into the warm season, guess who wakes up and decides, G'day, Gatlinburg. <laughs> We're fucking all about you. Bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they've made the annual trek from Russia. <laughs> it's those triathlete bears <laughs> run, swim, cycle. <laughs> it's incredible. They're here for their summer vacay. <laughs> so live, <and> laugh, maul. <laughs> because that's that's <laughs> the way I'm reading this. Is that Ted said these bears are shocked that there are people in their holiday homes. <laughs> 
<laughs> so <laughs> there's a story about this uh, this group of friends who uh, get this log cabin in the middle of uh, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, Gatlinburg. Yeah. <laughs> so this chick comes downstairs, discovers a fuck off black bear wandering around the living room. Oh my god! So they all go upstairs and and lock themselves in. Um. The reason this story is on the show is because one, bears. <laughs> fucking how All good are they? <laughs> but two, listen to the haul that these bears make off with. <laughs> Once the cops get there and an officer finally uh, scares the bears off and back into the woods, they have a look at the damage. There's some scratching of the wood in the cabin, but really, the story is about what was stolen. The bears carried off. Five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups, a pound of M&M's, two pounds of Sour Patch Kids, two bags of potato chips, two beers, two Diet Cokes, and 20 Zyrtex. They were high as shit. (laughs) So, there's there's two things here, Rick. One is, at last check, bears did not have opposable thumbs. (laughs) Also, asterisk (laughs) needs fact-checking. Do not Google that. <laughs> number number two, I have never heard of a bear that owns a fucking station wagon. <laughs> three, so American. How oh. many people were in this cabin? Was this a lockdown thing? Was this just a weekend? No, th- For a weekend, <laughs> you need a pound of peanut M&Ms. <laughs> also, five pounds of peanut butter cups. You fat bastards. <laughs> I'm calling these people out right here. Bears are doing you a favour. <laughs> I'm actually they are the best PTs the Gatlinburg has to offer. <laughs> I'm going to name and shame these people. Michelle Eberhardt. You suck. You, you are the worst. When you go on holidays, it's a time to enjoy yourself with friends, not a time to decide that you're going to go absolutely ham on Reese's <laughs> Peanut Butter Cups. So I agree. The bears have done them a solid. The two pounds of Sour Patch Kids were probably going to end up a horrible colon disaster because if there's one thing we know, it's that uh, Haribo gummy bears are effectively like a grenade in your pants <laughs> <laughs> so sour patch kids can't be far behind them oh. a pound of M- this is it but the 20 zertex good on the bears they know that in the forest <laughs> the one thing that you don't have time for when you've got a big summer of mauling ahead of you is hay fever <laughs> You just can you imagine this ad of this bear with like weepy eyes and a frown, sniffling snout. I come over for holiday from Russia, it's promised land, but unfortunate, too much Poland, too much Poland, <laughs> not Poland. We go there next, it's winter vacation. It's too much. Do you wake up tired in the morning? <laughs> uh, everybody loves summer, but not my nose. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. Amazing. But you know what? I still reckon they did him a massive favour on because Michelle was having a dead set war on health. <laughs> that was... That is a fu- she was was she running a Costco? What the fuck? <laughs> what are those industrial sized amounts of things? Oh, it's incredible. And that they also also said that it was only two couples. That's four people. What? And and yeah. For how long? I, how many questions? <laughs> we have okay. 
I am right now going to just jump on Facebook and see if we can find Michelle Eberhardt. <laughs> Next step, we're coming back to you. We're going to track this chick down and ask her why she had so much junk food. <laughs> That's fucking mental. All right, all right. So we are heading back to the world's largest producer of methane, Seoul, Korea. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Our hotel, South Korea, 2018. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're in Seoul, South Korea, and uh, like many sporting events around the world, there are no fans going to any of the, the games in the, in the K-League. Yep. And so the Koreans are like, well, this is super shit. As it would be, right? Playing in front of an empty stadium. Yeah, but, so, but playing sport at the at the moment after not being allowed to should be the greatest gift of all. But go on. Well, I would suggest that the greatest gift of all are our children. As per Whitney Houston, they are our future. So <laughs> <laughs> the 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 FC Seoul soccer team are playing Guangzhou FC, and their fans and the organisation are like. We can't have no people in these stands, so we are just. But gonna, legally, we have to. So yeah, but but what we're going to do is we're going to put mannequins in here. For fuck's sake! I can't sake. believe we've got mannequins two, <laughs> weeks, two in weeks in a row. row. So <laughs> that is the next business idea. How have we not jumped on this? <laughs> so they they put a whole bunch of mannequins throughout the stadium just to drum up some support for for the local squad. Tell me they're dressed in 1940s garb. <laughs> I wish. They are dressed in actual FC Soul oh, merch. Interesting. Smart. So they, they're, they're televising the game on TV. Rabid fans are, are watching their favourite team. Mm. Until social media users look at them and go, they look very surprised. Oh, are they sex dolls? <laughs> are the open, the they open, are. open cr- crying mouth, is it? <laughs> they are. They're just shocked. <laughs> FC Soul is like, care. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, what do you mean sex dolls? And they're like, yeah, that, that, that's a sex doll. These, didn't you think these surprised super busty sexy mannequins <laughs> were not the normal run of the mill <laughs> deal like <laughs> so they've got all these <laughs> they've got all these sex dolls just sitting in the audience i want to know who the person was that noticed that these were sex dolls like some guys watching the tv and then goes what the f- sarah <laughs> and then ru- runs to his closet Finds his sex doll and go. Wait, a there are sex dolls in the stadium. <laughs> Gets on Twitter. I am appalled <laughs> as Sarah, his sex doll, sucks him off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never question how uh, the darker parts of the internet work. I assume that there is dead set just bots that trawl the internet footage looking for sex dolls. It wouldn't have taken long. It's it's mental, right? They got fined a hundred million won, which is, as we both know, is peanuts. <laughs> that's absolutely nothing. That's fa- that's five pounds of Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> <laughs> it's eighty-one grand, is what it is, oh, and it's uh, not nothing to us. No, no, it's it's a fair <laughs> chunk of change. I'd, I'd say it's close to eighty-one thousand more than we've made from this show. <laughs> I'd I'd be happy with eighty-one dollars as a result of this show. <laughs> I'll be honest. 
So, yeah, the, <laughs> FC Soul are like, we don't know about this. The league is like, we don't care, 81 grand. And then it's gotten to the point where the, the company that actually owns the stadium are considering banning them from using the stadium. <laughs> I can't even believe that. Well, I mean, you think that that is a flagrant disregard uh, for common decency. You should see the crowd at a fucking Cobbs game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just sex dolls actually sucking off the punters. <laughs> <laughs> the players often look up into the stands. They're like, are any of you even watching? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, holding Can their cobs. cobs. <laughs> holding those yellow sticks in their hand. <laughs> Love that. Uh, okay. So my second one, uh, we are traversing uh, the United States to Oregon. Yes. This is one of those ones where I'm just going to lead with the headline because it really sets up the dead set insanity. The headline reads, Oregon man tosses lit firework at woman, sets four U-Hauls and a hapless gas thief (laughs) on fire. (laughs) So, it's good to know that during these uncertain times, people are still having dead set car park stouches. Love it. (laughs) Because when you see in red, it's important to be (laughs) well-armed. In the Absolutely. States, that's, ba- that's basically their core mantra. Yeah, oh, that's 24-7, 365, <laughs> virus or not. <laughs> so these guys, basically, man and woman are having a, a, a verbal altercation at about 5.45am in a car park, <laughs> which is when I do my best yelling work. <laughs> <laughs> I never do any of my best work ever. <laughs> The only work I've ever done at 5.45 is go to the airport for a cheap flight. Oh, God, I hate that. Hashtag rest in peace. (laughs) Dickie B is just turning in his grave at the moment. I assume he's dead. Lost a lot of money. Anyway. (laughs) Just in the casket. Don't fact it. Famously not dead. Richard Branson. Mayor of Virgin Richard Branson. Um, Okay, so it's outside of U-Haul Storage Centre in uh, in Oregon. Yeah. 5.45 in the morning. (laughs) This bloke, Dylan Thomas Hanna, three first names. What, that is always danger when it comes to American articles. <laughs> Completely. Three names, you're fucked. <laughs> Absolutely. Squire, Sebastian, Senator. Senator. Uh, so, yeah, he's a 28-year-old, and um, during the exchange of words, uh, Dylan lit a mortar-style firework from inside his car and threw it at the woman who ran for cover. Turns out Dylan either has uh, the greatest quarterback arm never uncovered or was standing real close to a set of trucks because he missed the woman and instead uh, pegged a firework underneath a U-Haul truck. Um, That would normally be okay if there wasn't, just by pure chance, a thief siphoning petrol out of one of the U-Hauls. Next thing Dylan sees, all four trucks are on fire and there is a blow, a flaming human torch <laughs> screaming and running away <laughs> from the trucks. Dylan then uh, grabbed a blanket from inside his car, tackled the guy on fire, put him out. The cops rocked up, arrested Dylan on all charges. The gas thief ran as soon as he was Good. as soon as he was he was no longer on fire. Just absolutely belted, just leaves. Thanks, mate. <laughs> 
<laughs> just one of those comical like beanie burns <laughs> on his on his <laughs> head. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> Dylan is uh, currently booked on second degree criminal mischief, <laughs> reckless burning, and reckless endangerment, <laughs> uh, I, and and as a result. Try going to the combine to try to get drafted by the Patriots. <laughs> what an arm! <laughs> He's like fucking Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Could probably throw this thing a quarter mile. <laughs> That's his scouting video. Is <laughs> the CCTV <laughs> from the Oregon fucking U-Haul storage <laughs> number twenty-seven? Dylan Thomas Hanna <laughs> trying out for quarterback. <laughs> Four trucks on fire. Fuck you, lady. <laughs> and if you slow it down right here, we have our next uh, wide receiver applicant, <laughs> Human Torch. <laughs> Location <laughs> unknown. <laughs> He's just run a 3.2 second 40. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's that's all the, the trailers we got, but... Oh, <laughs> speak, shit. Speaking of... <laughs> uh, insanity. Um, I was, was going to tell you that uh, now that Crackle's on, on mat leave, yeah. um, wrapped up at work last, uh, last Friday and had uh, <laughs> her own personal Zoom farewell um, from, from work, which I want to hear from people that have left a job during uh, the pandemic... Or have have had someone from their work leave, and your stories of the awkwardness of a Zoom farewell, <laughs> because the way that it was re- related to me was basically uh, at the very beginning uh, of the call, it was uh, only old people who couldn't use Zoom. Uh, oh. and then everybody sort of wanted to talk at once over the top of each other Classic. and everyone but Crackle was drinking. Oh, my <laughs> God, of Farewell course. for a woman going on mat leave. Everyone's oh. just hoeing into the drinks. Um, I love that. You just be looking around with the gallery view and it's surely there's going to be people like my dad on video chat. <laughs> you only see just the top half of his head. <laughs> but, but I get a real good look at that ceiling light. <laughs> It's amazing. But uh, what I've realised quickly is only a few days into uh, maternity leave, I've got a window into the future, which is that Crackle no longer has anything to do apart from wait for a child to emerge from her. (laughs) So she is bored as shit. What, just tallying up her fucking days on the wall like a prisoner? prisoner. (laughs) It's like five, (laughs) ten. Let me read out a series of messages that I got from her yesterday. They start at... 10.30 a.m. (laughs) And they go throughout the day. Uh, 10.45 a.m. I'd love a chocolate cake right now. (laughs) What? Wait, wait. A whole cake? (laughs) A piece of cake or a whole cake? A whole cake. Oh, God. I'm (laughs) at work. Uh, Then a list of ingredients that you'd like me to bring home. Then uh, just some musings. I haven't replied at this point. <laughs> some musings on what uh, I might like to make for dinner. Uh, then just a series of photos, <laughs> followed by this semi-threat. I'm gonna be sending you Matley photos all day, every day. <laughs> followed up three minutes later by maybe you could bring me some fruit and nut cabri. <laughs> <laughs> that's my. That's the whole day. I can't wait until you get into fights and be like, "Fuck you!" I can't believe you, Gus. Fuck you. <laughs> Next message. Would really love that cake though. 
<laughs> I'm gonna be sending you Matley photos all day, every day. <laughs> next next moment, I can see a firework that's been lobbed from a hundred <laughs> feet. Oh, oh but right. you have a. <laughs> well, I forgot a to mute, mute you that computer. You are you have some uh, some mail from uh, yeah. from our listeners. Yes, that we're cramming into the ad hoc segment that we've decided to call the People's Post Bag. <laughs> Which sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> it also sounds like a finishing move for one-time wrestler The Rock. <laughs> Just hyping up the crowd, jumps on the corner. Yep, it's time. Oh my God, it's the people's post bag. Which is definitely just sinking his scrotum into his <laughs> opponent's mouth. There's no way it's not. You know it, just, it is. The ultra tea bag. <laughs> dressed, dressed in the weird shorts of the US <laughs> Postal Service. <laughs> oh, but you know what? We were having a chat off air just before about how good the messages have been from our listeners. Yep. It's been it's been great. So the first one has to do with dick pics. We've talked about this yeah. a number of times, <laughs> mainly that it looks like a naked mole rat and <laughs> it is the worst body part ever to look at. It's a horror show and, and why that would be your frontline offence is beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> we have one play and one play only. <laughs> Straight down the guts. All right, so... <laughs> so... We we got something from from a female fan of the show, and she which which is always a miracle. Which yeah, large scale miracle. <laughs> we are talking. We're not talking like just putting your hand on someone's forehead and you know suddenly making them able to walk. We're talking about Moses parting the Red Sea <laughs> yeah. type miracle. <laughs> this is full resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> and so she sends me a couple of messages. She's just like, okay, look, um, I matched with this guy on a dating app, and his. His number one play, the Hail Mary, straight away. Just like, here it is. Why? Here's my junk. And it's I'm like, why? Why is this the first play? I think it's when you have no chat. It, it, would, it would have to be you have no chat or you have it's like the most incredible dick that doesn't look like a dick. So he let his dick do the talking because she sent me the photo. Oh. And this thing had a fucking elbow. Oh. Like, it had a crick in it. I was just like, what is that? I was, that is painful to think about. I know. she was, But she was just like, that is what got me over the line for the date. Oh. I'm like, that's what got you over the line? She was like, yeah, went on a date with him. Uh, you know, he's really lovely. Had a bit of a pash. You know, a bit of a, an over-the-pants HJ type thing just to inspect the size, you know. And... She was just like, but didn't do anything further because, quote, I value walking. <laughs> For sure. And I was like, Jesus. I, I mean, to be fair, she could have used him as a walking stick yeah. with that kind of a crick. <laughs> that dude never falls over. <laughs> I, I, Actual tripod. Yeah, but we it just reminded me of this guy that I went to uni with, a guy named Pringles. So with a name like that, you can kind of get a gauge for just how ridiculous this dude's dick is. Yeah. And basically, in that classic early 20s... We used to treat him like a king. And we were just like, fucking Pringles is the king. He's out there slaying it. Like, that, you know, that classic, you know, idolising of that. Full big dick energy stuff. Absolutely. And so, in that classic thing of, like, when you're in your early 20s and you can't communicate effectively, uh, except for when you're absolutely plastered, <laughs> you know, we're just like, yeah, Pringles, you're the king. It's sick. And he goes to us, actually, it's pretty shit. 
like you know, sometimes I'll take a girl home. They're in pain. I can't get the oh whole. God. I can't get the whole thing in. And That's she goes. She, he goes one time. It, I felt so bad for laughing at this, but he goes, "Yeah, one time this chick uh, came home with me. I took my pants down, and she goes, no fucking way, and got in a taxi and <laughs> left. <laughs> and we were just like, good God." <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing to hear that in your early twenties, because that would even elevate the myth that that becomes a thing yeah. where you're like, Pringle's dick's so big that a chick rocked up and said, yeah. "No fucking way," and left because it was so fucking big. <laughs> exactly, it, it, it did just add it's to crazy. the myth. I'm pretty sure. And I, in that moment, I just remember never being more proud of my run of the mill. Buy it straight off the rack. Yeah, goes on fifty percent sale sometimes. Dick, <laughs> Rich, Richard Average. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Nothing, no. nothing wrong with that. Yep. Couldn't, the, the, couldn't, pe- the people's dicks right here. That's it. Couldn't pick my own out of a lineup. Just that's, <laughs> that's straight down the barrel, Dick. That that concerns me. <laughs> you, you, sir, need to spend some more time with yourself. <laughs> hey, me and my dick are like this. <laughs> For people who can't see, I'm doing the fingers crossed thing. <laughs> Rig is currently pleasuring himself. It's uh, yeah, your hand though. Pick that dick straight out of the lineup. <laughs> All right. So the next thing that we got sent in was by loyal listener Josh Conroy, Doctor Josh Conroy, actual doctor or like philosophy guy? No, like actual medical doctor. doctor. Yeah, he he lives in a Front house. Line. He lives in a house with four other doctors. Oh my god! Up in Brisbane, uh, on a place in Harcourt Street, they call it the Harcourt Harem. I was about to say, uh, do they call it Grey's Anatomy? Because this sounds yeah. strangely like that show. Yeah, and they, they just walk around saying weird slogans like, saving lives, insulting midwives. And I'm like, <laughs> that's fucked. Also, it's untrue. I just made that up. So <laughs> you have sl- not only I've mentioned him under a huge bus. Full name, where he lives, where he works, <laughs> and also slandered him. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Anyway, he, he has this uh, horror story from a dating app. So there's this chick and she, this is her bio, not going to use names or ages obviously, but she says, I sexually identify as a microwave dinner because I am ready in five minutes, look nothing like my photos and I'm just satisfying enough for you to want me again when you're desperate. (laughs) (laughs) Now that is strong. That's incredible. So (laughs) he says, he sees this, he swipes right and they get a match. Yeah. And they go on a couple of dates Nothing fancy. <laughs> I imagine his bio is doctor. Yeah. That's it. Just, that's, a, just, a, just a full stop. Exactly. The guy well, that, is swimming you... in matches. Yeah, absolutely. And he goes, and then this is what he says, quote, as the young kids do, apart from Ket and Rimming, we followed each other on Insta. Today, she posted her freshly taken wedding photos on Instagram. I hit her up about it, but I've been left on red, sadly. <laughs> That is brazen. That is the most intense ghosting I've ever seen. Fuck, that is bold. (laughs) Because most people will just leave you on red forever. And you're just like, fine. You don't want a part of this. You're just straight up ghosting, whatever. But how's getting ghosted and then seeing that you fucking married someone? (laughs) (laughs) And look, I just want to be completely... I just want to be completely straight. I am not. Ha- I'm not having a go at her if she was in an open relationship, right? That's yeah. fine. You, you, you don't know all of the backstory, but but fucking hell, that would have been so intense to see. Oh. It would have felt surreal. It, it, 
but surely if you are <laughs> in an open relationship, then a quick message back to go, hey, yep, uh, just so so you know, in an open relationship, but actually don't think this can work out, uh, not interested, have yeah. a good life. It's, it's yeah. the common decency that is missing uh, from a ghosting. I have absolutely no idea what that uh, that is about in the online dating world because, again, my entire life has existed outside of this particular uh, yep. phenomenon of modern history. But the amount of people that seem to just go, oh, this looks all really hard. Never talking to Bail. you again. Yeah, mate, it is fucked. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on the record here. If you ghost, you are gutless. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. Be yeah. better. Yeah. Do better. Yeah, exactly. So this last piece of mail. I'm always is from good friend of the show, loyal listener Charlie Goodsir, the man that they call Fridge. Ah, uh, good Fridge. Around at the footy club. Premiership teammate of mine. Yeah, yeah, great guy. And uh, he, here's a, uh, a thing that he's written us, which is in line with what we spoke about the other week about people who have spent their entire working lives in one job at one place. We should, we should also mention that Charlie is uh, about 21. So yes. if this is a story about how he has spent his whole working life of <laughs> three years at the, at the one job, I am going to his house to inflict corporal punishment on him. <laughs> no, but I love this. He writes, hey lads, great up as usual. I've got a pretty good story about a co-worker who worked at the same job for years. Because my parents worked a lot, I was always at my school's aftercare Monday to Friday from 3 to 6 p.m., pretty much every day for my primary schooling life. One of the aftercare workers, Hannah, has be had been working there as soon as I started kindy and she absolutely hated working there. She absolutely hated me as well and on my last day of aftercare in year six, she told me to my face how happy she was that she never had to deal with me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> After I graduated in 2016, I needed a job and hit up my old teacher who ran the aftercare program at my old school for a job and he said yes. I started working at aftercare on the first day of 2017 and to my absolute surprise, Hannah was in the staff room where we all meet beforehand and she looked at me in absolute disgust. <laughs> <laughs> we were assigned to the same area and the whole time she just complained that she had been working at the aftercare for so long that kids she used to look after were now becoming her co-workers. <laughs> After two weeks of me being there, she handed in her resignation and just said she had wasted 13 years of her life looking after bratty children and now she had to work with those same bratty children. <laughs> I think seeing my face on the first day back at work was the nail in the coffin for her. <laughs> oh, How good is that? The physical embodiment <laughs> of a wasted life Holy is Charlie Goodsir. Oh, my God. She would have looked at him like fucking... Ebenezer Scrooge looked at the ghost of Christmas past completely and has just gone, oh my God, <laughs> what is my life? <laughs> She's just thinking back through it and flipping through her life diary and going, oh, I told myself that this would be a three-month job while I save to go to Peru and check out my favourite sporting team, the Cobbs. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> just never happened. 13 years later, I'm still here. Oh, so dire. I'd, I'd love to know uh, what exactly, behaviourally, um, gets you to a position where an after-school care worker actually hates you. Like, <laughs> I, I want to know, I, I know what good sir did. Because for her to single him out, 
I know. If you're working with shitty children all day, what's extra shitty about Charlie? <laughs> also, did he did he not age at all from 12 to 19? Like, <laughs> for him to walk through the door and for her to go, oh, I've followed you. I've, yeah. I followed your progress hoping that you died, <laughs> but you're here. <laughs> to be fair... I can't tell the difference between someone who's 12 and 19. So, <laughs> you know, maybe she's the same. She's worked in a place for 13 years and seen the same child only taller <laughs> and gone, I'm out. Oh, worst. And just like that, we are completely out of material. Yes. I like to say just like that as if the previous, what, 50 minutes hasn't... <laughs> Hasn't happened. It's like you're, like you're disappointed. <laughs> I'm always disappointed that we just like recording. that. <laughs> Fifty minutes later. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what are your plans for your birthday, though? So, due to the restrictions that are in place, me and nine of my dearest are having a gentleman slash gentle ladies dinner affair at the only time we could book, ten thirty p.m. I am so sorry for saying that I couldn't make that, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> Washing my hair. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Although the silver lining is it is $80 for unlimited tacos, margaritas, beer and rosé. Oh, we will be flying. <laughs> and, every, and everybody is actually <laughs> levelling up. Uh, they're, they're coming out of, out of all this shit, not piss fit. No. Uh, but they are going to drink for three. Yeah, they, they're going to make so much money and go through so little stock <laughs> over at this place. What are you doing? Mate. Uh, for my th- birthday. <laughs> <laughs> for, well, this is your gift. <laughs> I already told you. Amazing. <laughs> Kept r- arriving late to recording and uh, the previous 50 minutes of things. <laughs> um, so the, the Salvo, uh, Tina Al and I ha- are going to a bar for the first time in two months. How good. Because uh, local establishment, Wine Bar the Gallon, has uh, said we can have nine people in here and you can, three of you, may attend between 2.30 and 4. <laughs> then then the bloke literally writes it down on a notepad and looks at me and says, you guys are going to buy, right? And I'm like, what? what? Are you going to cancel my booking if we don't? Anyway, so I think the expectation is that uh, we will be drinking three drinks at a time <laughs> with the three <laughs> of us. And I am chomping at the bit oh. to get out there because... Being stuck at home, it's uh, it, it is tough, but it's it's not quite over yet. And uh, actually, I wanted to tell you about um, uh, my brother-in-law Sam has uh, started up a thing called Senior Sam. Yes, and you, get, you can find it at www.seniorsam.com.au, and it is uh, home-delivered mezcal uh, sampling packs. Yes, uh, homemade habanero salsa and corn chips. And then you jump online and he walks you through the entire tasting uh, virtually over Zoom. Yeah. It's going gangbusters. Awesome. The, the, the Daily Mail just picked it up, There's, uh, which obviously has resulted in the sort of uh, customers that tabloid journalism brings to you. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of people that apparently are going, um, is this the actual price or is that for like 10 packs? <laughs> <laughs> do you ship to Mount Druitt? Uh, yes, yes, buddy. <laughs> I think he probably does. Um, but yeah, if you if you jump jump online, um, get behind him. He was uh, he, he's a one of Australia's top mezcal guys, and uh, was like all the hospital industry completely gutted yeah. by uh, by the pandemic. Uh, has been off work for a couple of months and uh, has put this thing together. It's 
fucking gangbusters. Well, mate, I'm keen to to get involved, uh, as I as I told you the other day, uh, and I am super psyched to get involved with mezcal, or as I like to call it, nice tequila. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed the best rubber that you can ingest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if you guys want to get in touch with, with anything, we'd love for you to send through any of your stories of anything that we've covered so far. Just keep sending it in thick and fast. And the way you can do that is by sending it through to via DM to our Instagram, to Gus and Rig, at G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. Or you can find us on Facebook, Shit Show, or One Word. Send us a message there. Or you can send us a meteor sort of email, if you so choose, at shitshow.au at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you want to be one of the first lucky listeners to get your hands on one of the OG Cobbs jackets, <laughs> then we want to hear from you. The best submissions are asterisk, maybe getting a jacket. Oh, seven asterisks. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, uh, I'm off to pre-game my pre-gaming for the actual pub. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go get my turtleneck ready for my champagne pancake breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> Cheers, guys, and go Cobbs! Count the Cobbs! <laughs> <laughs>